Hello, it's Jabbing Out. Just three guys hanging out and agreeing about everything, because that's <laughs> what we do. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton. Uh, huge week, obviously, boys. lot to discuss, because the story of our time, the defining moment, the shock that it was, Sting is retiring. <laughs> I can't believe it. Right in the prime of his career? Why now? <laughs> Uh, by the way, I like how he even cut off his own announcement at the knees when he was making it. Like, how, I know I said this before. Well, I mean, <laughs> what? I mean, I mean I, I'm not really sure. I, I don't. I can't. I can't pretend to have anything yeah, I mean, to say about Sting announcing he's going to retire. Um, God bless. That's all I can is, say. Who will his it. last opponent be? Who cares? I, I guess mean, Darby, right? it's, it's either singles match against Darby or they find a tag match they really want to do. Like those are the only options. Or they find another old guy to come. <laughs> like they like I old mean, guys. It, it'll probably be against Jeff guys. Jarrett. Come on. <laughs> yeah, Jeff, uh, it probably Jeff will Jarrett. be. It'll probably be Sting <laughs> versus Jeff Jarrett on the way out the door. God, give that rub to a guy who needs it. There you go. Well, nice. if, listen, if he's winning his last match, it, that's who it should be. Like some shit like that. Because you can't have him winning against no, Darby. He, or should, some... he should do the job for Darby on the way out. No, a thousand percent. But I'm saying this if is, yeah. Tony Khan is like convinced that they need Sting to because his retirement match. I think a lot of people think I'm trying not to do the Trump thing, but I really do think this. I think a lot of people believe that I don't agree necessarily, but that he was done dirty by WWE. I don't buy into that but i see what they're saying because of who it was because it was i mean i know they did the seth rollins thing afterwards but like the triple h thing was the most high profile thing he did and they very much did the like wwe burying wcw kind of thing right with it so like uh, it it was overbooked and it was nonsense but like they they didn't there a group of people who anything to stick no i mean look the 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 idea that they, you know, Vince McMahon wanted Sting just to lose. I think there's some valid thought there. The difference between whatever's going on here, like, they've already surpassed it. They've given him all the wins. They can give him the loss now. So even the pe- I think even the people who think that he was done dirty by WWE, okay, he had his run in AEW. He had right. his... He got the jump off of stuff for two years. Yes, exactly. Like, there, there's no... Whatever the, the done dirty in WWE thing has been atoned for here. By now. Well, okay, but I'm still. I can't believe we're spending this much time on it. I'm still going to push yeah. back on the idea that he was done dirty. There was Sting didn't need to be in WWE. Sting had plenty of opportunities if he wanted a big uh, match. I, I don't against buy the, into that. I just think there are people that yeah. think right. But that. But we have. We have to be the ones that are responsible right. to say this. WWE had no story to tell with Sting. The only thing anybody ever asked for was a Sting Undertaker match. Instead of getting that at a point where it was worthy of getting it, we got it. You know, at, at a point. Too late. Way yeah. too late. And by the way, which is still vastly earlier than what he's doing now, which is so embarrassing. <laughs> it was like 10 um, years ago at this point, right? More or less. And it was it was 2015, right? Yeah. yeah 15. And it was and it was dramatically too late then. WWE owed him nothing. Now, what they did was in ungodly stupid. I mean, it was it was embarrassingly stupid, but it's not because they owed something to sting. It's because they did something embarrassingly stupid in how they booked the match. It wasn't 
There was nothing to be gained from it. It stunk and absolutely reeked of Vince McMahon just wanting to, you know, rub some dirt on WCW's memory. And that's yeah. fine. But there was nothing that was owed to Sting by WWE. Sting had no story yeah. to tell in WWE. Yeah, I, I think that most, I mean, if anyone says, wouldn't you say done dirty? It was just like he was brought in so Vince McMahon could rub his nose, you know, rub WCW's face in it. Like that was the whole purpose of it. That's now, almost certainly does, true. Yeah. And so for I think people who are upset about that think that, but Sting should have just never signed with WWE if that's right. where they were going. This yeah. isn't hard, right? Like, no, I'm not really interested in that. That's all good. Like, I, I don't need this. <laughs> Like, did he see what they did to Ric Flair? <laughs> you like Ric Flair was losing to Kenny Dykstra and Carlito, and like, what? No offense to those people, but he's Ric fucking okay, Flair. Okay, but they also treated Ric Flair really well. We're now we're really yeah, getting everything. They gave Ric Flair what should have been the greatest send off in the oh, history of when they got him wrestling. to finally agree to retire. I'm saying right. this before. But, but, I mean, he yeah. was a, he was a he was like a multi time tag champion. Like, yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, I mean, like they the, did the, treat him pretty well. By the way, the loss to Kenny Dystra, that was when we all thought Kenny Dystra was going to be the future of the company. Like, that was the thing. We all thought that? That was the thing that one point. Literally, it was future WrestleMania main eventer Kenny. Like, that was a thing at one point. But do we think that? I mean, who's the we? I, yes, I thought that they thought very, very No, did we buy into it? Like, when, when we... I, I definitely be- remember believing yeah. that they were pushing Kenny Dykstra as being a, a legitimate star. I mean, like, there's yeah. no debate about that. Now, I, we're, we're conflating so many different things at once. Sure. The, the Ric Flair problem was also significant because he wanted to be a full-time wrestler at a time where he had no business being a full-time wrestler. And if Fair. you're going to do that then you have to take losses to wrestlers. There's You can't be a full-time yeah. wrestler that just wins or only loses to the biggest of the big stars when you're a full-time wrestler. That's the way that it works. So we can we can remit it or relitigate this however we want to relitigate it. The point is WWE ultimately treated Ric Flair ungodly well. Ric Flair, yeah. the only things he did wrong were to himself. And there's no relitigating the Sting thing. Sting doesn't need this send-off because he didn't need this push because it's embarrassing. Part of AEW's problem, it's not just Sting. It's now watching. They have decided to make Edge and Christian the centerpiece of a professional wrestling company in 2023. Yeah. The the only thing I'll push back, like he didn't need this run. A send-off, though. I have no problem with Sting getting a send-off. I I would... I don't know what that means. Like, if Sting like, had a, you mean that because of where they are now, or should they have no, originally no, no, no. done that? Yeah, I mean, what like the idea of Sting getting a big final match, like if assuming this is really his final match, which of course we always have to put major caveats on. Like, Sting deserves that. If it's his final match, he deserves a big moment, a big thing. Does he need the past two years? No, of course not. But that's sort of what I would say the problem would be because of the past two years. I'm I'm so like I'm making a wanking motion when I'm listening to this this announcement from Sting. I don't care about Sting's final match because Sting's final match should have been a billion matches ago. Like I it the final matches to me are great. I a lot of people really loved the Ric Flair's last match pay-per-view. They were like, it's a celebration really? of pro wrestling you and mean all the, that. the concept of it or the match itself? The concept of it. No, the match. <laughs> okay, no, okay, not at all. Okay. But the concept of doing it, 
It at no point interested me in any single way because it required me to watch Ric Flair in the year 2022. And that's the problem with doing that. I don't want a big send off for Sting. I just want him gone. I don't want it any longer. These final matches work when they're at a time where I was still enjoying watching a performer work and we recognize it's time. It's been time for so long that I have no interest in it. All I care about is, does he do right by the guy that he has neutered for the last five years? Like, <laughs> it, it, that's it. That's the only thing I can get out of it. I don't want to see some final match or some final moment for Sting. I don't care about that because he's not been we – have, we have moved the goalpost so dramatically to pretend like he has offered something as a performer when he has not. He has jumped off of something, and that's – it that is the entirety and we have pretended like it is some miracle a professional wrestler can jump my god and i can't i can't go along with it i don't are we just, have are we just think it was a miracle because he didn't get severely injured like no what we're saying is well it's incredible because he's 60 some years old and what we're not saying is it's because he's a professional. This is there's the reason why a professional wrestler shouldn't be 60 some years old because it's not a miracle that a professional wrestler is capable of jumping off of something. It should be the bare minimum of what someone is capable of doing. But we don't want to have that conversation because it requires us to address the real thing that we're trying to say, which is, whoa, this guy is a billion years old and yet he's still able to do something physical. Well, that shouldn't be our standard for professional wrestlers. And that's why this has been so embarrassing the entire time. I'm just, I'm not conflating the two. That You're right. And I do want him gone and he should be off of TV. But if he announces his last match, things last match deserves to be a big thing. So I'm, I, you know, I'm kind of in the place where I can look at this in a bubble and say, things last match is a big thing. So, yeah. Did you think Ric Flair's match last match was a big thing? No, because he went through 17 last matches. Did I think his last match at WrestleMania was a big thing? Yes. Right, but because that was – how old was Ric Flair during his last match at WrestleMania? Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. He's 74 right now. When was the Shawn Michaels match? Was that 08? Holy shit. Right. 15 years ago? Um, That sounds about right. Hang on a second. Yes. It was, yes, March of 08. So he was 58 and a half at that point, is what we're saying, something like that, yeah. right? So he was still six years younger than Sting is at this point. I, okay. I, I can't, yeah. I don't, I, I, beyond it, I, it's not a big deal to me anymore. It's, it's get the F out guy. <laughs> and it's not even that I'm angry. Steve Borden has every right to collect whatever paycheck someone will allow him to collect, right? Like, all of these guys have the right. It's the thing I'm saying about Adam Copeland. I'm not mad at Adam Copeland. I'm mad that there is someone that's willing to suckle at the teat to this point that isn't willing to say, hey, look, we got to run a professional wrestling company. And this ain't the way to run a professional wrestling company. Like we shouldn't have you on TV being the center focus of a show. And th this company has made it very clear we're willing to do this constantly. And so – God bless you. You enjoy Sting's final match. Whatever, whatever you want to do. I am, I am completely and totally out. I guess because we're on AEW, let's maybe roll through AEW. There's not really a ton. I was going to say, I, I thought it was just Sting and pretty much nothing else. Um, I, 
I, I guess there's something to be said for, um, I, I, oh boy, God, it's so funny you said it with AEW specifically. You're probably right. There's not a whole lot to be said. I, I am interested that they start that they leaned more into dickish MJF this week than they had been during his face run. Like there was a lot more a hole MJF. Like that thing with Kenny Omega was not necessary. They didn't have to do that. Did I, but also, did I miss something? What's he talking about? Yeah, I don't really know what that's about either. In 12 yeah, days? It, it was, there's a lot of weird, like all of a sudden Wardlow's also coming out of the woodwork <laughs> and calling, like, I don't. There, and you have to turn Wardlow heel because MJF well, is a face. But that's the question is, what are they doing there? As As Glenn just said, like they made MJF more dickish, more gray area. Are we just piling it on so he's going to be a different MJF in different matches? Is he going to be in a multi-man match where he's just kind of a chaotic gray area? Like, I don't know what they're doing right now. They well, they're may not taking, know either. They're but. taking forever to get to the, the thing. Like, the thing is supposed to be MJF and the acclaimed, right? Like, they're taking forever to get to that, which sort of— about that whole thing? Which part? The way they're doing that. I just think it's taking too long. Like no, I, I mean the the suggestion, the I don't know how to say this without sounding like they're they're, they're making it look like he's in love with him or something. No, like I mean I told you before I didn't like the stalker part of it, but I disagree that they're making it look like he's in love with him. I dis I don't think that's you don't what think it is. they're adding the innuendo. No, one, like, no, I have okay. I have not felt that at all. I have felt there were definitely like, again, some like wordings in there. This it, week. Well, the, well, well, the in, the innuendo is coming directly from social media. Have you followed him? Like he's been constantly tagging him in Instagram posts and Twitter and stuff like that. Like that's a thing. But what okay. is saying what? I mean, you know, just what I'm saying. Basic in, yeah, basic innuendo. Basically, every time so I'm we can't like, act like that's yeah. not a thing. It well, is I don't know. I, I, I don't I don't deal with it. This is where I'm I'm like, yeah. I'm not I don't I don't take the social media side of it. So I would have to know specifically what it is, because on TV, I have not sensed that on okay. TV. It's come off more like like a stalker thing, which I still don't like. I, I'm not, I have not been in favor of the stalker angler at, yeah. at, at all. Oh, I see. But the, stalk, uh. the stalker, the stalker statement comes from the fact that, you know, it's been a running bit on social media for like two years now. But it, it appears to be an overwhelmingly obvious bit. It doesn't appear oh, as yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's a bit. It's definitely a bit. Right. It doesn't appear. No, I'm saying on social media, it doesn't seem like he's actually suggesting he's in love with him as much as he's doing a way over the top bit. Okay. Yeah, I mean, but I guess I, I, bit, bit I, I think, and kayfabe are so. No, but I think they're so, two yeah. very important things. If he was presenting yeah. a character on social media that was part of what they were trying to produce on television, where he was suggesting that he was really in love with MJF, think, yeah. that would be far different than if what they're leaning into is a social media bit that he's doing. Where and that's what MJF comes off talking about, like, dude, you're like a stalker. Like, I I don't really, I don't know that I really get the bit to begin with on social media. It it does come off a little, like, like I don't know where it started. I don't know if there's some story and if you followed I feel, them. I feel like there's been stuff on the show that's come off a little like that and i've never seen the social media stuff I, yeah i, mean, I have social media stuff is like i don't know if you so were distractedly long. watching this week with, 
There was a couple lines worked in there that I thought were like. But I didn't never at no point has it come off like there is some sort of romantic love affair as much as it's just wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Like this is either you're in on it or you're not in on it. I, I would still go back to twofold. I, I don't really get what there is to be in on. So I, I don't know where the comedy is supposed to come from. Where, where did the bit start? There, there is a Kate. There's a Kate Side Seats article labeled Max Caster's Thirsty Love Affair with MJ. Yeah, I mean the bit's been going on so long. I can't tell you how it started because I feel like it's literally been going on for two or three years now. That's a really weird. <laughs> It's a really weird bit, man. It's a really weird bit. I have not been interested in that part of it at all. Um, I, I don't know that I'll ever be interested in that part of it. It does nothing for me. I, If it does something for someone else, God bless them. I don't know, man. I just, I still keep coming back to, I think it's taking too long. Like, I think everything about this, they always like run into problems. this week should have been the week where they're just partner. No, at the at the end of the show, they should have been aligned together at the end of the match. Is is there not is there like a big October dynamite? Is there normally one of those? Oh, or uh, not October? Yeah, we're we're running out of time. Pay per views in less than a month. Yeah, I was gonna say we're running out of time here. So yeah, I was trying to think. And and they've got to do this match before the pay per view match. And they still yes. haven't brought them all or, together. Or is this match the pay-per-view match? No, there, there's definitely it. a title no. match, it's right? Survi- it's, They've it's announced the title. Series. Survivor right. Series. No, they announced. They, I mean, they have announced the title match, but it's it's all of it is you know it's it goes back to the the stolen belt. They're continuing to perpetuate the nonsense stolen stolen belt. Uh, it's just all of it stinks because it's been dragging out for too long. It's what happens when you didn't when you started this feud. When you still had a pay-per-view to do where there wasn't going to be a championship match, this thing is taking forever. And one of the things that AEW did in the past when they had a long time between pay-per-views is they wouldn't start a feud. They'd like do a mini feud that would lead you to some big blow-off on television. This has now gone beyond a pay-per-view cycle and throwing in the fact that there was no championship match for some time, it's it's starting to lose its luster before you get to the pay-per-view. I'm just I'm like I keep coming back to get to it already. Like just get to the point. And then you introduce Kenny in some weird fashion. I can't I I don't know what that's all about. I really don't. I have no idea. You have MJF acting like an a-hole at the same time as he's, you know, and I get it. That's part of the complex nature of the character, but they had been leaning way more to the face side than they had been to the a-hole side. And I'm, I don't know, man, like I still trust MJF and I I think Jay White's good, but it's starting to come apart a little bit. I agree. I think they, you know, they got to figure it out. And I can't figure out if the course, correct, if, if, it's a course question. They felt that they've gone way too much to the face side. Um, shoot, I think he even did an interview where he said there was one promo a few weeks ago where he was just like, yeah, that wasn't good. Um, so I'm wondering if that's a course correction or if it is just. But, it, but it's also hard to say you're going way too far to the face side when they're sending him to be the voice of anti-Semitism. You know what I mean? Well, like, that, yeah, like, you know, we talked about that a couple weeks ago and like that's just there's a lot of mistakes doing that right now 
Yeah, there's there's a real it's a real issue. Was there anything else from AEW that anybody cared about? Um, uh, I decided I don't I don't need it I don't want it right now because I want the character to fully develop first. But I need a Tony Storm Danhausen interaction, especially if she's going to lean into the silent films. I'm not opposed to that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's certainly not a bad idea. I'm. <laughs> I'm I'm they've gone on way too long with the the Roderick Strong vignettes. Oh my god. Yeah. Like, I, I, I was out on that this week. I, I did like it originally. I did too. And yeah, this it, this week was a misstep. Well, well part of by the way, I think part of, of the problem is he was never that person. You know, like he's not the guy that can carry this like for that long. Like the the MJF I think we 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 suggested the MJF Adam Cole stuff was going on and on and on, but it kept working. So we're like, okay, right? Like, this is not that. I, I would say it's a different problem. It, the, the problem is it's the same thing. It's not. There's nothing new. There's no loon layer to it. It's the same thing. Like they and, think it's so funny that he yells Adam that they don't do anything else. Okay. And and if if they had just film like eight different vignettes and all ran them all over the course of two weeks that probably would have worked but we're like a month removed there's got to be something new here what's next like a- adam cole maybe going ahead and having the surgery and still feeling some up op- there's there's got to be a next step in this that they're not getting to continuing to drag it on it's it's just too much I don't think there was anything else that I cared about from AEW this week. Although, in fairness, I part of that is because I, they're, they're, again, building the entire show around Edge and Christian. And it's just <laughs> so laughably bad, man. Or trying to convince me that Kyle Fletcher is suddenly a superstar. Like, I mean, he's fine, but there's, there's a lot of problems there. There's a lot of and the, And the Nick Wayne stuff, too. It's just it, it, there's too much focus on stuff that. Like, I don't feel like you have because of MJF is what whatever the situation is with MJF right now feels so up in the air. Like, it doesn't feel like you have a main focus of the show other than this. Well, and that's not good. Edge and Christian is the central focus of the show. There's no debate about yeah. that. Like the story yeah. there. I, I mean, I mean, like outside of that, like there's no other thing like there's there's no other thing that that. They feel like they have to lean into this because they don't know when Adam Cole's coming back or something. I, I don't know what it is, but it it definitely is Tony Khan cosplaying with his favorite wrestlers. That's that's the only thing I can. At least it's not Don Callis. <laughs> oh, he's there too. He's yeah. there, but he's not. Still a lot of him. Anymore. <laughs> and by the way, I'll, here's what I'll say. I'll even give them credit. The, the I can Brian Danielson Christian was a good match. Like yeah, it was, that was, really it was good. a really that good was match. Really, really good. It was a really good match. I just have no interest in continuing to watch Edge and Christian every week. I'm I'm good. I'm done. I did not need this. This is not something that I asked for at this point in my life. I it's almost like they're doing some they think they're doing a wink nudge. Like, remember these guys used to be partners and we're like, "Right, no, we know." Like we're we're aware that they used to be partners. Nobody asked for this. Nobody said what we're dying for is edging Christian again in 2023. That's the thing that we that we need. All right. Um, for what it's worth, I don't think there was all that much more significant to talk about in WWE. This could be a nice quick one this week. Oh, I know. How are we gonna how are we gonna screw that up? Because you know we are. Um, uh, Kevin you know Owens to SmackDown. What's that? Let's start with Kevin Owens to SmackDown. 
Oh God, that's right. That was. <laughs> that was this week. God, I forgot that was this week. We're taping yep. on Friday afternoon, so it's almost legitimately an entire week ago. Um, I mean, it's laughable, obviously. It, it it's I mean, it's beyond laughable. It, it's it's detrimental, and that's the sad part about it, right? Like, if it was just laughable, no big deal. But it's detrimental. Um, they 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 have no tag division. They they tried to convince everybody that it was okay that Sami Zayn wasn't going to get his moment because, hey, you're going to get the thing that matters even more. And then, LOL, we don't care about that. Just a couple of months later, um, there's there's no point to any of it. It's it goes back to what we talked about a week ago, where when nothing is actually happening, just shuffle the deck chairs as much as you possibly can to make people think that something is happening even though clearly nothing at all is happening. And that to me is Kevin Owens SmackDown, which is everybody just in a room one day, like, well, we could use something this week. Anybody got anything? Let's put Kevin Owens on SmackDown. Okay, cool. There's and expl- no- by the way, explain to me how you can do that and not have him immediately beat the shit out of Roman Reigns. Like, like well, here's the thing. You can't have him go after Roman Reigns. again. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, you can't you can't do that but logically that's what he should immediately well, do and the and you is can't. they could have moved they could have moved anybody over right, there that as, was as the weirdest to get Roman. it's right kevin owens is the one guy you could not move from raw to smackdown and have him be as as a transitional feud for roman it's insane it's literally the worst possible option of all the options they had well it, it concerns me about what he's doing there because he's not going to be we 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 see who <laughs> who's the transitional well, no, they've, feud. they've they've made it official that it's going to be LA Knight. Yes. Yes. Which now is which I know you guys disagreed or, it is the right that's a crown jewel. It's yeah, the no, right no, no, thing no, to I'm do. Saying, I, I'm wondering is this going to be an extended feud or is this going to be maybe, crown jewel cut? Maybe, but I don't it, it shouldn't it, it, Brandon's wrong about this. It shouldn't exist anywhere, so I can't tell yeah. whether no, if it, Here's it's what worse. I think happened. Here's here's what I think we're doing here. I said this to Aaron. Yep. This adds up to me now. I think what they do is he goes after Roman, but because there's this like alliance with the Judgment Day, that's who costs LA Knight the match. Therefore, he's going to go after Damian Priest, who is going to win the title. And and that logically explains why he wouldn't go back after Roman. He's going to go after the people that cost him the title. So I think, it, and, and they're all going to be in that Super Friends match at Survivor Series. So it all kind of lines up there. I think that's where that's the, going. The time period just makes it tricky. You're talking about then him feuding with Judgment Day for five months, which, you know, maybe they can. Well, well hold off, on. We got to get to like Damian Priest winning the title first because he doesn't well, have no, it I right mean, now. He, he starts feuding with Judgment Day as soon as they attack him. He has to he has to pivot away. But, from but remember, part of play. that's going to be getting through Survivor Series where he's going to be on the team against them. Okay. And then you go and into Rumble going, season. Then, then, you're, then he wins the Royal Rumble. Rumble. But, don't forget, but there's six weeks, or no, I mean, there's uh, 10 weeks between Survivor Series and the Rumble. Like, you're going a lot there. And that's. I but they always, but they always do stuff like way, that. There, there's. They don't normally, they, they don't normally do that anymore, these six month builds up to the title. Like, it's. 
I don't know if I have the confidence that they can make they can do it without running out of gas before Mania. But otherwise, yes, you're right because that actually fills the why is he facing Roman and why is he pivoting immediately away from Roman? Well, you, you're but you're solving the wrong problem. Like what you're solving is we're gonna do this. So now how do we do it without? Right. You know, like what you're not solving is why are we doing this? And you don't need to do a match against Roman Reigns in order to get to all of the other things that you're talking about. Um, if they're, you're doing, they're doing it, it because people were chanting his name in Saudi Arabia, and the crown prince said, we want that guy. And that's probably the case. Right. But that doesn't justify it. It doesn't no, make no. it so that this is worthwhile. So to the point of can you get out of it? Y- yeah. Aaron's not wrong that it is trickier. But what you would say is the fact that you'd be going after a faction actually does kind of make it work to some extent to drag it out for a little while. Because yeah. you can pick them off one by one until you get there. What you are doing is committing to Damian Priest being the champion until WrestleMania, which is fine. Like, I'm not inherently opposed to it, but I'm also not sure that I firmly believe that they have such a commitment if they are doing it simply because they've decided that an L.A. Knight moment is so important that they have to do it this way. You know, I, I'll I'll certainly listen to that. Um, I'm not even opposed to that necessarily, but I'm still skeptical that they are like when we when we paint it out, like, here's how it all makes sense. I'm skeptical today that they are committed to all of that to this point because it requires them committing to L.A. or sorry, L.A. Knight, Damian Priest. WrestleMania championship match, two guys that have never had main event matches, you know, championship matches on any pay-per-view ever to suddenly now commit to that as being your WrestleMania main event championship. That's a, well, it wouldn't be a main event. Here, here's what I, I think they're, here's what I think they're committed to currently. If I had to guess, I think they're committed to getting to survivor series and the super friends match. This all ties into that. And they want a prominent position for LA Knight at WrestleMania, period. I, I don't think they know anything else past that. That's my right. guess. Well, and, and, and I think that's okay, as long as they know what they're doing on the other end, which I assume is Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes. Then, you know, and you know you're, you've got a lot of uh, compelling women's matches in play. So, I, you know, I think it's okay to sort of wait and see on that, but... I think that we can't end up with LA Knight hosting WrestleMania. <laughs> like I, he's got to do something. Yeah. Even I if agree. it's not a title match. Like I'm not right. even saying oh, it's no, no, no. a title match. Right. But, no, no, no. I agree that, that he should be doing something. I don't, I, this all goes back to the same conversation we had at the beginning of like, yes, there's a thing here with LA Knight. There's no doubt about that. But what does that mean? And I still don't know the answer to that. Guys, question. I just realized why Kevin Owens was traded to SmackDown. Oh, Kevin Owens, Logan Paul for the U.S. title. Oh, because Logan Paul is going to beat Rey Mysterio for the U.S. title. I want to, I want to put a gun to my I head. Mean, I mean, it certainly feels like that. Like that was kind of out of nowhere. Right? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Like, listen, should should Logan Paul be Rey Mysterio? Like, no. But like, they're doing that. Are they only doing that to get him on a Saudi Saudi Arabia pay per view, or is there more purpose behind that? 
Oh, I, I think Logan Paul's winning the title for sure. I just don't know if Kevin Owens is. I mean, no, but anything, that, that's the only thing that makes sense, though. Like, if you think about it, they were well, like. I, no, I just, I, I don't think it makes sense. I don't think it's. No, 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 no. When I say makes sense, it. wait, hold on. When I say makes sense, I'm saying someone in a room was like, who can Logan Paul fight for the U.S. title? And in case of emergency, break open glass. It's always Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, or you know, Finn Balor, or one of those guys, right? By, by the way, if it's not for if, if LA Knight isn't getting a main title at WrestleMania, if you told me that LA Knight is go or that Logan Paul is going to I mean, carry the belt for a little bit, and LA Knight beats Logan Paul at Mania for the U.S. title, I could see someone in the room going for that. I don't um, like it as much as him winning a title, but right. No, I I, I certainly don't like it. And then you run I the think risk. That qualifies of... as a big thing, though. I mean, that oh, qualifies. Yeah, no, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, I don't love it, but if I you're mean, talking it's, about it's it's bigger than a Slim Jim Battle Royal for sure. Like, if that's I don't know where we are with the standards here. Yeah. I I would say that like your argument about Kevin Owens and that being the that would be the reason to do it three weeks from now yeah like, it, well, i didn't say wrestlemania i'm just saying in no general, no i like, i yeah. mean what i'm saying is like why did they announce that last friday yeah weird that they didn't need to no one had asked or or, or is he the randy orton opponent like is is that because we you know the reports now are are unavoidable that he's back it, is randy orton gonna be a heel when he comes back well, i have no idea but i'm just saying like we haven't talked about how he factors in either. Like that obviously is going to factor in a major way. We, yeah. I mean, the, the, the other question is, is it Ross? Matt? Like there's so many questions about Randy Orton. Like, I mean, is, me, is, is that the Roman Reigns feud before we get to Cody? That's you know? possible. Let, let me go back for a second. If they were doing this with Kevin Owens for something, then to me, the better way of going about doing it is getting to that something you know, Logan Paul wins the belt and then he's on TV proclaiming about how, you know, he might, he's so much better and there's oh, no right. way and that's then worthy Kevin of him. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then you bring right. out, um, oh God, I've already forgotten. Who is it that's the new GM of SmackDown? Nick Aldis. Nick Aldis, thank I'll you. Yes. We're, yeah, well, we were all waiting for that I mean, moment. To, 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 to be fair, <laughs> he literally was not a WWE character before yep. this moment. which At is, all. Here's I mean, here's this random super person. Strange. <laughs> so that that would be the the way that you would do it is to have Logan Paul cut some promo and then have Nick Aldis walk out and say, well, actually, you you know, maybe you'd want to wait and hear that we have a new acquisition and then Kevin Muse and then it feels big. Whereas last week just felt like what the f? Like what is this? What are we doing here? I'm, I'm trying to remember who was in the ring when they Dominic, <laughs> right? <laughs> Was it Dominic in the ring when they did that? I think that's yeah. right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, because it was Triple H and Adam Pierce and Dominic. Yep. Man, you know. Listen, you got to start the show with the number one dr ratings draw in wrestling. Right. Dominic that's Mysterio. a great point. That's a great point. Um, yeah, whatever. That's what I. Whatever. I if if you want if you wanted me to give some amount of credit, like from where we were a week ago where I said there is absolutely zero good programming that WWE is doing. Actually, you know what? I'll take that back because I've decided that some there is some a little bit on NXT is good. Like a little bit. Not NXT a lot, is but pretty a, good. It's eh, now you're going too far. Like there's a <laughs> there's a little I like, bit I like on NXT. <laughs> there's a little bit on NXT that's good. 
Um, but the thing I said was they want you to believe they're doing something with L.A. Knight. And my argument back is, no, they're not. They're not actually doing anything with L.A. Knight. They're just because acknowledging they're just acknowledging that you like him. If this really if your theory is correct, then it's the closest thing they've had to a good idea and good programming since SummerSlam. Like it's the only thing they've had on the main <laughs> roster that would qualify as a good thought out program story all of it i don't as i just said i'm not i'm not committed to the idea that's what they're actually doing but it would be very encouraging because when the bar is this low literally any amount of good storytelling the next good story you tell will be the first that you've told since SummerSlam. i I will take it i mean i will take it in a heartbeat if that's the case i'm just not willing to go there just yet um anything else from our smackdown that you care about yeah, so I, I wanted okay. I wanted to give them credit for doing, and I, I, this might sound bad, but I mean it in like really good praise, doing a lot of tricks to make that Charlotte Jade uh, stare down look as big as humanly possible. Starting with like, because Charlotte did that run in like two segments before, and I was like, why can't she move? And it was because she was wearing like six inch heels. I uh, couldn't figure that out, why she was doing that. And then it was because they wanted to bo- make both of them look larger than life. They even had Triple H crouching down a little bit in the background to make it look like they were bigger than Triple H. I thought that was a great shot. And again, in the best way, they used a lot of tricks to make that work. And I, I really appreciated it. Okay, I can get behind that. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, it shouldn't be all that hard <laughs> for what it's worth. <laughs> but yeah, okay, sure. I, I think we have to give them credit overall for increase uh the increased visibility of the women's division like i think you've had a lot more women's matches on all three shows uh you're having storylines that aren't title centric on all not on all three shows but in general at least um so so it is nice to see like i think there are signs there of that report that came out that you know they were kind of like all right vince mcmahon you're not doing this anymore like there's little signs here and there of like I mean the signs of things like Rick, Ricochet and yeah. um Nakamura. Yeah. Nakamura. Like, Holy that's shit. Yeah, that's a sign. It's again it's it's difficult because it's not storytelling. It's just that that's an AEW match, right? Well, like, no, but there is a story. But there is a story there. Uh, they've been no, they've system story. Nakamura's been attacking stories. him for like 2 months. All the but, way through his program with Seth they, Rollins. Well, they had matches. It's right. <laughs> and then he attacked him again. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm saying it's loose, but it's not enough. It's not like these guys are fighting and they haven't been touching for eight weeks. You know, it's it's not it's not Ricochet versus Bronson Reed. You know what I mean? Like this, yeah, there's that's, a little that's, bit more to it. That's fine. I mean, um, but it, I, I'm not going to go too much further than that. No. And that spot was fucking crazy. I'm sorry. But, but the spot but, was wild. But to the, the point, I, I, I'll never be opposed to good matches. Like, it's it's what I say about AEW all the time. Like, the idea that I think good matches are bad is incorrect. It's that that's part of the thing. That match was insane. It was wonderful. It was yeah. blessed. But it comes on the heel of them completely effing up Shinsuke Nakamura's. So I still have to measure it through that. They screwed up what should have been a great moment for Shinsuke Nakamura. So just having him win this one match doesn't suddenly make me think that they have figured out a story versus Shinsuke Nakamura was a, you know, a a transitive opponent that we got through. And now we'll do some cool match. And uh, who knows if we'll do anything else with Shinsuke Nakamura again for a little while. I would love to see him versus Gunther. (laughs) 
<laughs> like sure. Well, that now that Gunter's facing everybody, face or heel, why not? Yeah. Right. What th- that right. match was great too. I thought the match with him yeah, and Bronson. Gun- Reed- it it was, and you know, Gunter is on an all time in ring streak hey. right now. As, yeah, I'm not talking about kayfabe. Like every match he does is incredible. Agree. God, okay. I mean, that's, like, by the way, if you're looking for something else for LA Knight, that's another. If you well, want to, well, that's, I was just gonna say. Well, I was just sure. gonna say. But, like, oh, I would almost – you can't have him lose if you're doing that, but it should be for the other belt if they're doing that. What do you mean? How are you going to tell me there's a, a world title match, not the Roman Reigns match, the other one, that's going to feel as big as Gunther and L.A. Knight? Like, I can't think of – I mean, I unless mean, it's – Gunther's matches have felt bit bigger than the other belt for six months now. But, 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 but – we can say that, but you're putting someone on the other side who should, who, who in theory has already fought for a world title like two months ago. Well, by and, the way, you you, you want to know how you? First of all, it wouldn't be two months ago. It would be it, uh, depending on where exactly this was. But the feud has to ago. start at a certain point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it, well, in recent I, by memory. The way, by the way, if, yeah. if you if you want a quote unquote bigger match, you do Rollins versus Orton, or at least a match that feels. I know big. you're right about that. But why does that not feel? Like no, what, you're gonna you're gonna say this the wrong way, but I know what you're saying. Like what you're saying is the the excitement of an ascending superstar yes. in Gunther, and yeah. that's the problem with how we talk about La Knight. He's not really an ascending superstar, but <laughs> right, right. his his he's had an ascending story or an ascending. But Gunther absolutely is an ascending. Of course he is, right? Yeah. yeah. So because it's fresh and new and different, it feels and because there's Gunther's, you know, undefeated streak, it's there's so many layers to it that make it feel big, whereas the other one feels like, in a way, these guys again. But to the point, yeah. it's still these guys are right. still that's why these I, guys. That's why I led with I know you're right. right. But for yeah. some reason it doesn't feel the same to me. Um yeah. But I, I, I'm kind of okay with the this one's for us thing, because like you know I think in a lot of ways, yeah. For 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 us, whatever you define us as, beating Gunter and winning that title after that would be bigger than beating Damian Priest for the world title. No, and now yeah. you're saying no, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. As soon as it came out of my mouth, I realized. But I, my, my <laughs> How big beating Gunter is. I, I understand that. Right. We're back. Glenn, we're back. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, as soon as I said it out, it came out of my mouth. I was like, ah, eh, probably not. But, no. But I know what yeah. you're trying. Again, I know what you're trying to say, and there's something to be said for it. The point is that only one person can beat Gunter, whereas a lot of people can win the belt. If if you knew that it meant that he was gonna win the belt down the road, then you could make an argument like you could do both things: have him beat Gunter yeah. and then have him win the belt. But no, just putting the two. No, that's not the yeah. case. I understand. Okay. Again, I know what you're trying to say. I get that entirely. All right, where where did I want to go next? Um, Somewhere to NXT. You like something in NXT? No, 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 oh. not NXT yet. We're still main roster. I think oh. there's other stuff. To play. I don't. There what? really isn't. But I I will what? give you. I'm putting two minutes on the clock because we're not doing a two hour show this week, man. There isn't. <laughs> there's not even really an hour's worth of content to discuss. Yeah. Do you have time? to not turn pretty deadly base at this point. Like, what do you mean time? 
like that that the crowd's gonna do it before you do. You know what I mean? Like I feel like with what you're doing with those guys, you've got to separate the tag titles, and you've got to like you have real talent in this division now that should be on. You know, got two shows. You should have two belts, and you've got teams that can do this now. Like I think what we saw on Friday is was so entertaining. If that continues, the crowd is going to turn on whoever's. It's going to be like a new day situation, I think, well, at a certain pro- point. They probably will at some point. I I don't know exactly what the time for that is. I don't think that the moment is so overwhelming right now that um. I, no, I'm I'm early on it, but I think it I think it. Oh, I, I think it'll I think it'll happen down the line, but I need proof that they see pretty deadly as more than like Brizango. That that's to me my big kind of I need to see it thing from them, but that's all. They're great. They're phenomenal. Everyone loves them. But I yes. just got to see that WWE likes them. Okay. 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 Um, and then uh, they did have Cody and uh, and Jay drop the belts again. So that's the thing that occurred. I have nothing more to say about it. Um. Uh. And uh, they're slow burning the DIY thing, but we're getting it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sure. 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 What, I'll, I'll take what, them what, versus Imperium. But hang on. Yeah, what what is it, right? Like, do do they take down the Judgment Day? I would love that. I think it's more likely they start a tournament to you know like they did with the other belt, but uh, I don't know why. Yeah, that's the thing. If it if this is you're reuniting them because you want them to take the belts from Judgment Day and you want that to reignite the the tag division, okay. But if it's yeah, you're just going to take one set of belts from Judgment Day and DIY is not going to really go after them. They're going to win these, you know, win the tournament. But keep That's in mind what we get, but keep in mind what we get if they do that. If they do that, we get them versus Imperium, them versus the Viking Raiders, which would be un freaking believable. Them versus the New Day. Them, you know, like there's well, all these wait, things that play. But wouldn't this more send them to SmackDown if we're separating? No, them well, didn't didn't they put other people in that other tournament that weren't on the show? We laughed okay. about that at the time. Oh, you're, they, you're just you're just talking about the tournament would do this. Yeah, but like you, the, you, they'd you have can, to run can, through three of those teams. I mean, they to, could do that just while having the belts too, though. <laughs> like, sure. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, if they don't want the Judgment Day, like if whatever they're doing needs to be what they're doing and they can't do both you could do that i would rather them beat the judgment day um but yeah okay all right nxt okay sure let's talk about nxt nxt is pretty good but not as good as brandon's trying to make it out to be i didn't say it was unbelievably good i said i I, I liked it (laughs) I don't even think it's good from top to bottom. I think there's a little bit of good right now. And again, given the bar, I'll take a little bit of good at the moment. Um, I am at least compelled by everything at the top of the show. And mm-hmm. I, the, the places where we thought it might be going, I'm not sure where it's going. It's working for me enough to make me say, okay, I, I was confused as to why they did what they did, but I'm willing to listen for a little while about where they're going with it. Yeah. I, I will say this. I, I love, you know, especially obviously the mellow trip stuff is yes. the, the, the emotional that's, base. And, and that's what's really carrying, and Dragon Off being awesome, of course. But that's what's really carrying it. 
I, I don't want to see this as simple as we find out two weeks from now that it was Carmelo who beat up Trick. But, that, no, that's, but, but no, I think it would be better if he thinks it is and it's not. Well, I would I would go a step further. How could it be? He was he was right there. Like Trick Trick had every opportunity. Like they, they have not presented a scenario where Trick doesn't know who took him out. Yes, but they, they could say it was from behind. He didn't see anything. Um. I do think they have an opportunity to do some, to do not the wrestling like the wrestling trope would be he was the, the one there to right. help so he attacked him from behind and then ran in like he was helping but I think it might be more interesting if something else happened it but Trick thinks he did it that might be the more interesting it's play. more interesting but I I don't really know where it goes want, but yeah I I I think that potentially damages the trick as the super over babyface right now i don't necessarily want to mess with that aspect and if he's wrong about you know falsely accusing his brother um that'd be not the best look but i do wonder if there's a move to other ways to make a move you know someone else attacks him but we find out a you know in a while that he did it on behalf of mellow something something different from just the standard oh it was mellow who attacked him um, that's, that's what I would want. And I think this still goes back to what do we ultimately want? Do we ultimately want a, a heel mellow versus trick face match? Do we want the thing, the respect match? Um, I, I'm, I still want a respect match that it can end with a turn. Like I'd be fine with a turn at the end of that, but I don't want it to be heel versus face going into it necessarily. I still want this to be. You know, two guys who love and respect each other, and then after the match happens, whatever happens, happens. Um, but, you know, if you want it to be heel versus face, then I, I still think they could swerve to get back to, like, they could have it be that someone that, that someone else attacked Mellow. You could even flirt with the idea that Trick believes it's Mellow, then he feels like an idiot because you find out it's somebody else, only to then the, the, the second swerve be that mellow was in cahoots with whoever that yeah. person was. Right. Oh, like yeah, that would now, yeah. now you're adding multiple layers to it in the storytelling that still gets you to the thing. But that's if you want it to be heel mellow versus face trick. And I'm still not really there yet. Right. Like I'm just, I, I think I am there. I'll be honest. I, I think that the reaction for trick coming out when they announced that fatal four way, that was the moment that was like, yeah, oh, I, I yeah. No, no, I top, top, like so top face. You don't want to do a respect match, type deal. Mm. But, like, and, and I'm not, I'm not necessarily against respect match, but I just think it, it's painted to me now that this idea of, you know, that is your springboard to trick being the absolute top face in NXT. I, I, I'm okay. I'm not telling you that I don't that I couldn't be okay with it. I am not gotten to the point where I need it. I just don't need heel mellow right now. That part of it doesn't like doing it to serve face trick. I understand what your point is, but I don't know that it's necessary. There's still a part of me that really wants to see them celebrate together, right? Like that's is, the, the, is there a way that you could do the middle ground where like they show the footage and whoever attacks him isn't mellow but mellow sees it and doesn't stop it and then they could just play it as like man i was feeling i was i was feeling conflicted because you added yourself to the match and then he could sort of be the heel in the match but he doesn't have to move forward as a heel after the match 
I feel like if you wanted to make him the heel in the match, you might as well just make him heel. Because no, I, 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 I think he's going to be the heel in the match anyway. You know no, what I mean? Like, if you just did going, the match, going, everyone's cheering yeah. for Trick. Going back to what Glenn said, where you want them celebrate. When you say you want them celebrating together, you're talking about when Trick wins the belt, correct? Yes, I want Trick to win the belt and Mello to give him a hug and could, raise. Could, could we have a Mello Trick match soon ish, January? And. You know, Trick moves on to Dragunov for WrestleMania, and in the meantime, Mello softens a little bit, and you have the moment at the end of the night at WrestleMania. Yeah, it's an interesting argument that he doesn't beat Mello for the belt. He beats Dragunov for the belt, and so Mello can be a part. <sighs> Potentially. So Dragunov wins again at Halloween Havoc? Yes. It, I, 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 I think you're probably right, but I, I honestly don't know. I, and I would actually like to say, you're, are you probably right? We always default to the guy that has the belt is going to win the match, right? Like that, that's the way that it tends to work. But to the but point, I think this is such an intriguing situation that you oh, could go I, I, and I think it actually creates an opportunity for Mello to look strong, look like a fate. This is the second week of Halloween Havoc for this match, correct? Correct. Correct. So this week. You know, he's the guy with the vendetta who did this to trick. He looks like a bit of a hero. And then immediately after winning the belt back from Dragunov, it all find out he did it or whatever happened. Whatever. Right. Something like that. Or trick presents him with, you know, what it's in the moment where it seems like it's all going one way. All of a sudden it goes a different way. I I'm not sure yet whether. Like, does Trick's moment need to be against Mello, or does it? Is it okay if it's against Dragunov? I'm not. I think you can serve. I think you can have two real, like him going over Mello with or without the title will be a big moment, and then him winning. I think you can create two moments. So, so let me let me just say this: two things. A, I think we were all shocked that they put the belt on Dragunov, so we have to keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. B, back at leading up to SummerSlam. At least one of you were convinced they were going to do Trick and Mellow there. So mm-hmm. if, I think if you just stick with your gut here, we might see what's going to happen is that like the 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 most obvious thing is that you do Trick and Mellow at WrestleMania, whatever stand and deliver or whatever it is. That to me, they've done that work now. Like when you guys were trying to pitch me that or whoever it was, maybe it was just Aaron for SummerSlam. I said, absolutely not. You have not done that work. I am completely the other direction now. Like, I think now, now you've got enough time that you've done enough now, you know, to do the turn, the actual turn, and then do the program. Um, now I think you can do this. Well, and I, I think I mean, you I should d- do this. I, I think you're the one of the few that's been, de- that suggested they shouldn't. I think most everybody else has been in agreement with it. I think the question is just no, the timing. No, but they shouldn't have. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't time. There was no, SummerSlam was not the time. They had not done the work. Well, there was not it enough still time would have been better. They, they, they weren't doing stories at SummerSlam, though. <laughs> like, this is the problem. Like, there there was no story. They weren't they weren't ba- suggesting that this is a worse story than what they did. It would be a fallacy. Like, they don't they, they no, just but what sort I'm, of but what, I, but what I'm saying is they hadn't done the work with Trick. They hadn't made him feel like a main eventer. Like, that has been done now. That's there. Like, they've they've had him participate in these matches. You You see the crowd reaction. Is what it is now. I I think that it, that's the part that I didn't feel six months ago. 
whenever we were talking about what would well, be Well, if, if you're saying that Trick wasn't ready for his moment, I yes, would agree with correct. that. And Trick, correct. nobody's debating whether Trick's ready for his moment now. The question now is, does it need to come against Mello, or can it come against Dragonoff, to Aaron's think, point, after he's already seen past Mello? And I, yeah. I, I, what I would tell you is the Dragonoff thing, I, I, I think we're having a, I think it's a double-edged sword. I think we want Dragonoff to feel like he should be a part of something because he's been so good. But the truth is, he is clutter here. And, and yeah, I, he's I, a transitional I, champion. I really like, believe that. He he really what, what's is. The, I guess here's the question. Here would be my question. What's the point of him being a transitional champion if it's a transition back to Mellow? To a Ben champion. I think they had but, to tell the, to a Ben champion, and I think they wanted to tell the story of the fall from grace to play into why well, and, he and would be so is, jealous here of yeah, of and, Trick and, trying to ascend. And, I mean, and that, they are telling a story there. Like, the, yeah, and if it's if it's Mello, you know, winning through less, you know, somewhat nefarious means against Dragunov to kind of keep going down that heel road, okay. My question then would be, how do you drag it to Mania? How do you not do trick Mello before Mania would be the other question. Well, there. you've only got one. Do you have two pay-per-views in between there? And one yeah, of them's the... One of them is the Iron, the Iron, Iron Survivor. Survivor Challenge. Yeah, right. But, but you also have a couple, spe- you know, because you have you have Deadline, you have New yeah, Year's Revolution. Deadline is that. Have... Deadline is the Iron Survivor thing. Right, but then that that's last year was they got the title match at the New Year's Revolution, and then whatever that February pay per view is called. But you could do another Dragonoff match there. Like you could do Mellow Dragonoff again. Especially if he get, cheated, because he would get the right, rematch to get Dragonoff out of the picture. They'd be they do it like a cage match or something probably or right. Hell in a Cell or something with Dragonoff and Carmelo in order to set themselves up for yeah. Trick. What is the story? What is the winner of the Iron, the Man in the Iron Mask? What is that? <laughs> I think you what get a title shot. But is it defined when or no? Because don't don't forget Roxy got it like the day after because they had to fire Mandy Rose. Right. Do we, who well, that won? wasn't. No, no, no. Hold on. That wasn't that. That was the breakout tournament, right? Was Didn't it? Did she win who the won, breakout who, tournament? Who won the iron? Whatever. Did she win both? I don't know. I don't remember. I was <laughs> trying, dude. Twenty twenty-two I remember Grayson won the the thing, the iron whatever. Oh no! It was it was Roxanne. But didn't yeah. she get a title? Ma- oh, because she did yeah. the stupid tag thing for the other one. Remember? Or, or yeah. Did her and Cora Jade. Once? I don't know. No, her I, and Cora I, Jade won the tag titles because she oh, cashed again, in yeah. breakout tournament for the tag belts, which was so stupid. They, they, do, they do go out of their way of saying any title match for that one. But, um, yeah. So it was yeah. Roxanne and it was Grayson Waller that won yeah. last year. And, and they... They didn't announce it ahead of time, but they announced them both for being championship matches at New Year's Evil. Is that what they're calling it now, Evil? Okay. Yeah. So they announced, apparently, that both would get... But I don't think they announced that it was for a championship match at New Year's <laughs> Evil. No, they just they said just, a championship match, I think. Right. They announced afterwards they would get their championship matches at New Year's Evil, and they moved the Roxanne Perez. So they've clearly stated that it doesn't matter when the championship match yeah. is. So they could simply have Trick win... Um, you know, Iron Man three, the Christmas Iron Man at <laughs> and then kind of say that that he's got a championship that they just don't announce when. And right. then they use that to set him up for WrestleMania. And he the can definitely do Donald. New Year's Evil and get screwed 
and then earn the title. You know what I mean? Like like Shawn Michaels could give him another match or whatever. Like they could do that. Or they could reintroduce Baron Corbin back into this to have him do something at New Year's. Oh yeah. Table, right. Yeah. Like they could they could simply. There, there are definitely ways to do it. There's a there's absolutely ways to do it. But they but, could they could set this up. I to me I just keep coming back to dragging off his clutter and what is I I I know what you're trying to say, Aaron. But it would be shameful for Trick versus Mello to take second fiddle to Trick versus Dragonoff because one of them is a multi-year-long story and the other one is not a story. Um, it, you could do it, but you shouldn't do it. You, there's just no there's no justifying it. I, I get that it's a bummer to just sort of cast Dragonoff aside, but the truth is that's kind of what he is in all of this is is aside from the real story. So I, I still think it's okay that they gave him the belt. I think Brandon's right. It accomplished something in the storytelling they were doing with Mello. And I still think it matters to Dragonoff that they ever allowed him to be champion. And presuming that trick wins, I, I don't know when we saw a path forward for Dragonoff to be champion otherwise. So I actually think it still accomplishes a lot of things. I just can't justify Dragonoff continuing to be a part of this story moving forward. That's fair. It, it's fair. Agreed. All right. Uh, one one other quick thing. I love Santino's daughter being the beauty queen. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did. That. Yeah, a lot of people have talked about that. That is that is very good. Um, as she follows in her uh, father mother's footsteps of uh, Santina. <laughs> so I I, I did good. like the bit though where they like all like they they reverse psychology on that bit where they were like she doesn't have an opponent. And then it's like, uh oh, here comes an opponent, but she won. Like yeah. that that to me is the opposite of a wrestling trope. So I That's did appreciate true. I did appreciate that. Cause part of me was like, wait, they're gonna let this random person beat right. beat her? Yeah, um, they're all ra- it's it's a little weird this year that you know, like well, last year Roxanne was clearly the breakout. Like we knew that was coming. I mean, I think you have one clear winner here. Kaylani Jordan is winning. This uh, I was gonna say they they seem to really like Lola Vice too. Well, her too. The, that's the finals to me. I think that's the finals. And um, in Lola Vice, there's some background there, right? Wasn't she like an MMA fighter or something? I'm trying to remember where she came from. They they tried to act like that was a big deal when they signed her. Um, yes, she was an MMA fighter. Yeah, because she got thrown in there pretty quickly. Not. Not prominently, but I mean, all of a sudden she was on TV. Like, she was yeah. she was on Bellator, in fact. Yeah, yeah, that's a real company. <laughs> also, 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 I don't know why she's somehow more attractive in pictures than she is, and even is on television. Right. I, there, there is something weird about that, but but right? I, I, I really do. Uh, I like what I see with Kalani Jordan. Like, I think she's. I think there's something extra needed there um but i like what i see so far with her her matches have been pretty good no, um, i disagree and let's see who else is in that um well i, I but, think the big the big three right now after this week are, are those two and, and ariana grace like, yes. i think she's she's put herself in position where she stands out among the others like, now yeah, do they, they do something weird and shove in like Someone that shouldn't be shoved in, like, like someone gets hurt and someone gets shoved in there. Do they do something weird like that? Would, I don't know. But who would that be? Like, there's not really anyone waiting in the wings right now. 
No, I mean, there's a couple people hurt, but to me, they don't need this spot. Like, those people that are hurt are prominent enough that they can just come back, I think. I don't think they need to win a tournament. Um, yeah. And, and like, your Saul Rukas, your Nikita Lions. Wasn't Saul and Nikita in the breakout last year? Like, can they be in two breakout tournaments? Right. I, I um, don't know if they were. They should have been. Um, uh, feels like they were came in around that time, but... Yeah, again. I think so. Yeah, it was Nikita was in it, and Soul was not in it. It was okay. Nikita, Roxanne, Tatum, Paxley, Fallon, Henley, Lash Legend, Sloan, Jacobs, whoever that is, Kiana James, and Ariana Grace. Ariana Grace was in it. Wait, really? <laughs> well, she got injured, I think, but she was in it. Okay. She lost to Nikita Lyons no, in the first round. I have no memory of that, so okay. Um, I don't really have memory of it either, for what it's worth. So yeah, but, um, but we got anything else? <laughs> no, I think we're good. I think yeah. we did as much as we could humanly be done about this particular week of uh, professional wrestling. Um, all by the way, I, all of the continued jawing about the um, NXT versus oh god, who cares? <laughs> like yeah. my god, I think everyone has moved on except for you know a few Jeez. people with their Twitter accounts. Well, and Tony yeah, Khan yeah. and Tony Khan and Chris Jericho. Well, and All right, the, uh, I I don't like it. The one the the absolutely un like pantsed, I I am not handling this well. Was the one where he tried to suggest that like it was really a loss because every show that the Undertaker or yeah, we, John Cena yeah. had been on I, I, I had had at least a million. After you left last week, yeah. I was as yeah. naked as embarrassing as anything I have yeah. ever seen. Like. Like, dude, you need to go for a walk, man. Like, you need – I know when people say, like, touch grass, this is a – you got to just stop for a while. Go get a cup yeah. of coffee. You know, maybe go see a dive – you know, go to a dive bar. Go see a, a crap band. Like, the Jaguars. The, the Jaguars are, are – no, 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 no. He needs to separate from all of that because if, the, if you watch the Jaguars, he'd start – trying to claim that like they were really in first place because you know the or they really had the best record in the AFC because the Chiefs had had lost I mean Didn't like my, go to London yeah you got to get away the Chiefs from normally beat us by 38 they only right. beat us by 12 this time so we really won like you just got to get a hold of your I, I, life come, come it, to when we come to when we were young there we yes, go. correct. Go join Aaron because I bailed on him. Go be his date. To it's when we it's were not young. as bad, but the Chris Jericho was like one B of like, I, well, yeah. these guys are saying it's like, no, this is like the meme of like nobody colon you giant explanation for why your rating was worse or whatever. Like nobody's going on social media on the other side, dunking on them for beating you know, like nobody's doing that. And then he's like, this is like being proud of beating someone 30 to 26. It's like, what? What are you talking about? Like, Dude, I, it, it's, it, what did he say? All, it was like, it, if you, if you put, if you put like every good football player, do you see what he said? Something about like, if you had the all-star team um, on one side and some other team on the other side, and you only won by four points or something like something yeah. weird. Well, no, and then he said something like, well, we would have won if we would have just put a bunch of non-wrestlers on the show. Like, if we would have just... And he, yeah. The people he listed were, like, Mike Tyson. Tyson it's like, that's not the yeah. same thing. It's like, what are you talking well, but about? first of all, I, and, and the other thing is, I don't know that Mike Tyson is a draw anymore. Not at all. Like, in yeah. any way would Mike what Tyson be a... 
say Mike Tyson and Shaq? Shaq. Yeah, basically <laughs> the guys they had brought in in the past. If we had done that, we would have done it. It's just like, yeah. Well, no, here's a, here's that. It's actually worse than that. He didn't say if we had done that. He told Tony Khan to do it. Right. Like go go put Mike Tyson, Snoop Dogg, and Shaq on a show, it's, and that'll it's, win. It's one of those. Yeah, it's one of those moments that you get in when you read Jericho's books and stuff, where he thinks he's the smartest guy, and sometimes you listen to his ideas, and it's like, oh no, you were told no for a reason. Right. Well, and look, I, I the other thing too is this shouldn't be that big of a deal. Yeah. No. I, cares. Hang Every, on a second. We said it last I, week. I will, knows what this was. I and I I will take a step back. When I say it shouldn't that big be a big uh, that big of a deal, I do understand why they're so embarrassed. I really do. Yeah, yeah. Because it does point out the eternal, we're never going to be able to beat them at anything. Like we're never, we are not capable of doing it. And because they can always do this, and it goes back to why it was so weird that we remember we talked about this to get on the get go when they were doing the Wednesday night thing, but they didn't try to win and then they completely flushed nxt afterwards blaming them over the fact they never tried to win like they just accepted defeat and said now that we're angry that we lost like it was the the most bizarre thing in the world but i think it was a reminder to everybody on AEW, like no matter what you do you're gonna lose you're you're just gonna lose so you have to stay away from competition and i get the frustration about it but the cope is here's the quote this would be like a football game where you bring in all of your top stars from years prior and beat the other team 30 to 26. It's like a video game. Let's bring in Tom Brady from five years ago and then play him for one game against Chris Jericho. Okay, you guys won, but you only won 30 to 26. Yeah, I mean, it's weird. It's, weird. it's detached from reality, yeah. man. So so the other, the other thing I'll say that I, my takeaway is like, was this a message, though? Like, was did they do that to be when all these because t- their TV rights deals are up too, correct? It's AEW's. Um, I thought they just got new deals. But the, no, I, mean, they, I they read something negotiating stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But, so like, was no, this? I don't, was, I don't think it's a. It's. I don't think it's a message as much as a message to AEW as much as it's yes. a message of NXT no. should be work because we don't even. No, let me finish. Bit, let oh, me let ahead. me finish. Raw is up for renewal, and there is right. a talk of the day of the week being in play. Was this a message of, don't think you can F with us on the day of the week. We'll, we're going to kill you. So whatever day we get, you pick a different day. If we get Wednesday, this is a that reminder that you shouldn't be on Wednesday. Do you I think, think there's any case. amount of that to this? No. Because I, I think if Raw moved to Wednesday, NXT would immediately, or AEW would immediately move, even with with or without this. But do you think there was a part of them that thought they wouldn't have to at one point? I'm sure at no. one point. No, Raw, no, I disagree. It, against Raw, I think they, yeah. No, I think, remember, they, in their Raw's world, been the one that was down before. For a little while, for a little while, what internally was driving them at AEW was they wanted their their total audience to have beaten the raw audience yeah. like that was something it wasn't direct competition because it was different right. nights but they were they wanted to have a show audience that beat whatever raw's yeah. audience was and, and they and they still want that which is why they couldn't go head to head with raw but, but part of me wonders if they were like dude this is what happens when we try so our day of the week is in play if usa and who or whoever signs us picks wednesday 
this is what's going to happen. Like, eh, I, 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 I do wonder I, just because like, I, I, I didn't think about the fact that their day of the week is in play. But I, and but I also they still did don't go think... over the freaking top on the show. Like it wasn't. Yes. I I understand everything you're saying. I still don't think they're going to choose Wednesday because they would be running into the problem where if Turner doesn't move, sorry Warner Brothers doesn't move, then they're they siphoning their off their. Yeah. yeah. Why Why would you do that to yourself? It, everybody can say it's not good for business and it's their way. You can say it's their way of flexing, saying you're going to have to move. But what if just out of spite they didn't? Then you'd just be making right. a mistake for the sake. It would have to right. be an honor among thieves things. They would right. have to yeah. – somebody at, at at whoever it is, was it still Xfinity that owns NBC? I don't even remember anymore. The NBC Universal. Uh, it's Universal. Thank you. It, somebody at Universal would have to go to one of their friends at Warner and say, look, man, we're moving nights. Just – why don't you save face first and you can go ahead and announce you're moving to Tuesday night and then we'll take the night that we want and then we'll move NXT because we get it. We don't really want to have to do this every week and we're going to move NXT, you know, whatever it is that this looks like. But I don't think that WWE would ever, without knowing that Warner was ready to move, yeah. would ever knowingly choose a night that was already a professional wrestling show because they don't want to cut into their own audience. I think the most likely scenario is SmackDown moves to Tuesday and then they figure out what they want to do with Raw after that. Like, or whatever. They're going to do a show on Tuesday and the NXT won't be on Tuesday anymore because it's a non-football date. And I I still think they could end up doing like NXT on Friday because I, I just think they want to avoid football uh, nights assuming, Well, assuming they want to keep it on TV and they don't just put it on Peacock or wherever it that's, is. That's true, too. And no, by the way, that's would be the point. Like, if they don't want to avoid – if they want to avoid football nights, they are putting themselves in a hole, right? Like, maybe NXT moves to Monday or Thursday. And yeah. I still think one of the shows has to be on Friday or there has to be an agreement from AEW to move the show off. But I don't think that AEW – like they're not going to move to a football night. The AEW's not yeah. going to choose to take a, a football AEW's night. AEW's only if they move, they move to Tuesday. It's either Tuesday or Wednesday. Right? Yeah. So I, I, I think get NXT them. Probably ends up. I, I think NXT almost becomes not a non-factor, but they're not concerned about NXT day or where NXT ends up and all this. Maybe that might be true. That might be the case, but I think NXT is the most likely to end, one to end up on a football night, right? Yeah. Like. I, I think that if you're shuffling nights, it's for the specific purpose of getting off football nights. Okay. And I, otherwise, I don't really know what the problem is with the scenario that you have. Um, and maybe with maybe with Thursday night football not being on television anymore, they could view Thursday night as an option. But I mean, they still get a lot of viewers of football games on. I mean, the, the other so. question becomes, does Raw end up, you know, everyone keeps saying that Raw to a streaming service is very much in play. Who knows how true that is? But, you know, that's just another factor. To, but it would still oh, air live, that. though. Like, the, you yeah. can't get around that. But it would also change the significance of the immediate ratings, right? Like what you're reporting. Ratings would not matter in that case. Right. And the the problem with running against football is for but your you overnight still be running com- But wouldn't you still be running commercials and caring about the live rating? But, but you're, on, you're, on your streamer, really, you can force people to oh, watch you, commercials. You can force yeah. you to watch the commercials, God. Whenever you watch it. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, I guess it depends what, on the streamer because you can have the premium service where you, you don't. Can buy, yeah, you can either well, – or you pay more for the premium well, service, right? Yeah, and then in which case you're – I mean, WWE is just getting more. So that's yeah, true. It's a, it's a yeah. win-win. Like yeah. either you're paying more to not get the commercials or you're watching commercials. Yep. So it's that's a victory for them. All right, we got to wrap. This was not a yep. week that was yep. worth a 
long yep. show. Uh, okay. Plugs. Aaron, uh, tell everybody where they can come see you uh, this weekend because you're doing a personal appearance out in Las Vegas, yeah. correct? I'm doing personal appearances everywhere. You can see me at the Brooklyn Bowl tonight to see uh, some 41 and Bowling for Soup doing a strange 80s show. And then I'll be at When We Were Young tomorrow. And of course, you can always find me at Circle Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. And you can follow me on Twitter at the AO store. Very good. Brandon. So we just announced uh, Beartooth is coming to Ramshead on January 27th with The Plot and You and uh, a couple of other bands. The t- uh, tickets are flying. We're already, I think, over a thousand paid. I, I, I got to be honest with you. I keep thinking about where the moment was in my life that someone said, Glenn, one day you're not going to know who any of these bands are. Like one day <laughs> you're going to wake up. And then I saw like the announcement of the Lollapalooza lineup this year, and I was like, I didn't even have to get past the headliners. Like one of the headliners, I didn't know who it was. And now every time you announce shows, I, like every third one, I kind of know. Every third one, I'm like, <laughs> oh, I like them. And then you announce Beartooth, and I'm like, do I do I admit that I don't know what I'm talking about here? Like, is this going to be one that in a month I'm going to say, I love them all along? Yeah, I don't know if it's your brand of tea, but um, okay. I think it's really, you know, it's a really high energy show. They've had songs on WWE. I believe their song um, Riptide was on one of the uh, it was on NXT Vengeance as a theme song. So just assume what they sound like from that. I can picture it perfectly. Yeah. 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 And um, so, yeah, that, that shows. I mean, if you want tickets, you got to get them now. Uh, Ramsedlive.com at Ramsedlive on Instagram and Twitter. That'll be sold out probably by. Uh, this time next week um, and uh, all new show announcements. There's a whole bunch coming next week um, again at Ramsed live on Twitter and Instagram and ramsedlive.com for all shows and tickets and information and all the things you need. I am at Brandon Linton on Twitter. Are we going to the locks by the way, as a, as yeah. a couple of guys that once saw Onyx together, I feel like, Oh dude, we, we did do that. Definitely did. I feel like the locks is a perfect. And is Jada Kiss part of that tour? Or yeah. Not? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Be that's a that's a big deal, man. I that think is ripe real. is. I mean, just to mention a few. I would, other things, I would love like, to go to ripe. I got a I got a game that night, or I would oh, love to go on to that one. God, yeah, ripe, I'm mad about that. ripe is one that I'm really excited about. Um, uh, the Bouncing Souls will be a hell of a show. Uh, yeah. Oh, when's that? Uh, December 7th. I have a ton of friends coming from home, so you guys gotta... Aaron, you won't be able to make it because there's this holiday at the same time. It's called Hanukkah. I've heard of it. I've heard of it before. I actually don't know when Hanukkah is. It starts on December 7th! Ah! Look at that. Look at that. What a pool. What a pool. Uh, I was there the last time I think that Joseph played there. I'm That's cool. I'm down that uh, you're bringing Joseph back. I like them a lot. That's cool. Yeah, I dig that. Um, yeah, and uh, Action Bronson, October 26th. Uh, that was full band, so that's going to be really cool. Um, Armor for Sleep playing the Dream to Make Believe tour on November 8th. The early November is playing The Room's Too Cold as the direct support there, and that's like one of my favorite emo records of all time. Probably even better. <laughs> mm, it than sure the is. It's record, not. Uh, oh, now it's a burn. Now um, it's just. Oh, boy. Well, hold on. Yeah. On, on right, we, Jan- we need to wrap this. <laughs> Wait, I got yeah. On January 16th, Story of the Year is playing their Page Avenue record. That's which a great record. It's a really cool. good emo record. Yeah. Um, it's it's not what it is to burn. I know that much. <laughs> That's it. All right. Um, and then uh, for me at Glenn Clark Radio, glennclarkradio.com. Oh, we need to plug. 
I don't know if he's actually announced it or not. Um, I don't think he has. So we're, are we not supposed to say anything then? I don't know. I mean, it's not related to wrestling, so we can... Um, AJ's doing his uh, food drive again at um, at a Maryland game. It's coming up soon. That's all I'll tell you. That We'll give you all the details, because I didn't ask him if he, we could talk L- about it Look at the home yet. schedule. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is there only one game left? <laughs> No, I don't think so. But I think is it the Penn State still. game? <gasps> no, no, oh. <laughs> it's not. And I think <laughs> I just answered the question. There you go. I'm pretty sure I just provided the answer for the question. <laughs> um, there are only two home games left. So there you go. But I didn't say it. <laughs> I didn't say it, so you can't be mad at me. All right. Um, uh, yeah, at Glenn Clark Radio, GlennClarkRadio.com. For Brandon, for Aaron, for – oh, and at AJ Francis 410 for all of his stuff. For Brandon, for Aaron, for the main event. AJ Francis, I'm Glenn Clark. This has been Jobbing Out. Jobbing Out. She's the only <laughs> one who knows what it is to burn. Is it working? Can you even hear me? <laughs>